0: Hi, I'm Sarah Wendell. And I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, the show where we bring you your daily dose of love.
1: I'm in love with you. The eight more to say to you, the art of courtesy you should know. I'm in love with you. I got a question for you. Mm hmm. You are the most qualified person I know to answer this, and I am oh. the least qualified person to answer this question, which is why I'm asking you Is love a numbers game? Do you need to go out on a lot of dates to really narrow down what you're looking for? Yes. Okay, 100%. then I'm glad we've I, had I,
0: this talk. Thanks for tuning in to Lux yeah, Stark Daily. Mean, this we're going to chat, here. and uh, <laughs> I'll just uh, get my coat. No. Yep. <laughs> I, I 100% love, believe that in the modern world, Sometimes love is a numbers game. Like you just have to kiss a lot of frogs. And when you live in a city, I mean, you live. It is like you could have a date every night. And there were a couple of weeks where I would do that, where I would just I'd book like two a night because I figured one of them would always cancel. And sure enough, I never had a problem where like I had to run from one to the other or anything.
1: I am in awe because you look
0: mildly horrified. Actually, I am not in awe.
1: I am just (laughs) stuck on the idea. And and granted, I'm very introverted, and I've been in the house for almost like three years here. Oh, yeah. Things are different now, for sure. Things are different now. But the idea of going out and doing the social and emotional work of getting to Mm -hmm. know somebody at six Mm -hmm. and then starting over again at nine Mm kind of makes me want to go hide.
0: Oh, it was... Terrible. Like, I, I didn't like awe. this. I am I, in awe that you could do this. I was I was determined. I mean, and yeah. I would go through spurts where I'd be like, I'm determined to find somebody. And I'd go out there and put myself out there. And then I'd be like, I'm tired. And I'd pause all my apps. Have you been on any dates, Sarah? You just married your... I met my husband in high school. Yeah. And we
1: got together our freshman year of college, had a long distance relationship and have been together since 1990, 1994.
0: Yeah, very, very different life experiences. We married her high school sweetheart. And so <laughs>
1: I really want to unpack this a little more. But before we do that, I want to introduce you to our guest today, comedian Dahlia Glick, who went on over 200 first dates in the process, discovering more about her sexuality and her entire life outlook, I should imagine, before falling in love with Prit Roy, who has only ever gone on seven first dates. Welcome, you guys. It's so lovely to have you here. Welcome. Hi. It's so good to see
2: you. Thanks for having us.
1: So tell you, you used to keep a running list on your notes app of all of the terrible dates you had been on in Los Angeles. So yeah. tell me about this list, please. Tell me everything. Just, just, just tell me everything.
3: Okay. The list is called the list. Very descriptive.
1: <laughs> Does what it says on the tin.
3: Okay, so I have it organized by people I've had sex with, people I've hooked up with, meaning. No sex. And then people I've just kissed, and then people I've gone on one or more dates with, not doing anything physically with. My favorite one is probably one I have written down that's Joey Spaghetti. And I know this because (laughs) this guy smelled like spaghetti on our first date. And then we went on another date and he also still smelled like spaghetti. And he was so nice and so good looking and very like lovely, lovely person. But I was like, oh, my gosh, his natural scent is spaghetti, so I can't do this.
1: Either he works in an Italian restaurant. It's like, does or he eat, eat a, a lot of spaghetti? Old, maybe there's an Old Spice scent instead of, like, bear glove and winter weapon. It's spaghetti.
0: It, it's so funny what, like, quirks come up where you're like, oh, I would never think that that's something that I would not date someone for. But now that you're in front of me. I don't think I could do it. <laughs>
3: exactly. And like I'm very pansexual. I'm I'm queer. I don't have really a type. My list is all over the place. Um and so like I didn't know that would be a deal breaker either cuz I consider myself a very open-minded person. What was what was
0: your dating life like? Are, are you in you're you're both in LA, right? You're both here. And you've mm-hmm. been you've been dating here as well.
2: Yeah, I think it really was location specific though. I, I'm glad that you asked, you know, made sure that we were both in LA because when I, I grew up in Pittsburgh or near Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, which is super rural. I was like,
1: I am from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Was yeah, it where... Dubois
2: or Versailles? Uh, I don't know what either of those places are. I was in, so I was in Wash County. Um, oh, you
1: were in, you were, you were way out. You were way yeah. out in a bonies, eh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You said that like a Pittsburgh. Here. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll have to grab a pierogi at some time. Um, <laughs>
1: I would be okay with a man who smelled like pierogi. <laughs> oh but gosh. please tell me, tell me more. Tell me more.
2: Totally, yeah. So, I mean, in in Pittsburgh, I kind of felt pretty self conscious about dating. I felt like it was something that I really had to throw myself into because, I mean, I was like one of like four or three non white kids to graduate from my high school, and that really made me feel like I don't know, I'm not like the target demographic when it comes to dating here. But I mean, yeah, no, I went. I you know, I tried to, I tried to do it as early as I possibly could. It's definitely not for lack of effort that I don't have that many dates early on in my dating life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was just the basic high school stuff, like asking someone to a dance and going to like some bowling dates or, you know, the, the ice cream place nearby. But definitely Aww. not, I'm not as data driven as Dahlia, which is interesting because I work in tech. But <laughs> I don't have
3: so how did how did you two meet? We met on the Tind
1: because, you know, i grew up on those apps. I'm just envisioning <laughs> Pritt's pictures on Tinder. I've never been on Tinder, but here's a picture of Pritt holding some spaghetti. And here's <laughs> Pritt with a guitar.
3: His pictures were so cute and so neutral. And he just, you just could tell he was a nice guy. But he had like kind of a little funny, I still remember it was like, um I eat like trash, but then work it off with my shake weights, which was like, it was just like funny. It's cute. Shake yeah, legs. that is
0: that is adorable. Like really, really cute. Well played, sir.
1: Well Thank played. You.
0: Thanks.
3: Kurt had a picture of his driver's license, and if you can look good in your <laughs> driver's license, then like no! you know that you look good in real. Because I was like, no one looks good in their driver's license. How is he cute in his driver's license photo?
2: It truly is. I think the best picture. I mean, whenever whenever I go to the airport and I'm going through TSA <laughs> or whatever, I always get a compliment on the ID photo. Really? Me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have
3: to tell them what you told me about your experience at the DMV.
2: Oh my gosh, I've, I've experienced my, there was like the first brown person I've ever met was working at the DMV, which was super cool. I feel like we're <laughs> taping tech and, you know, 7-Elevens and stuff and branching out, which is super cool. Um, but he was super nice. And then he took a bunch of pictures of me when I was there. Like he let me pick and choose. Between the photos. Like and stuff. And like, yeah. What a
0: what a nice uncle just
1: like (laughs) help Um, you out. Wait, wait, wait. Was this guy your age? He might have been flirting
0: with you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Potentially. He was a little bit older than me, I think, but yeah. I mean who knows? knows. Love is love.
0: (laughs) What about what about Dahlia's profile, Prit? Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, so um it was insane. There was some (laughs) there were some funny pictures in there. No, it was, it was, I definitely could tell that she was, uh, she fit very, she fit in very well on the east side of LA. Like it was very artsy, (laughs) like it was very intentional. Um, And also the bio was actually my in. It was something that I thought I could work with, which I think your bio said something along the lines of bad at math, good at everything else. Um, Oh. And I think that was great. I thought that was so funny. Uh,
0: That's an amazing little little like intro i like that a lot that's cute i love the idea that that someday
1: you're going to be like telling people about your your tinder profiles like that's going to be this little relic of the start of your relationship that you both remember that's just so adorable
3: he really is so non-judgmental too i really thought i was going to be like too weird for him because on our first date he all of a sudden was like i gotta go and i didn't realize he was like really tired And then he was genuinely just, like, overworked and exhausted that day.
2: I mean, Dahlia gives me the same respect, definitely, and definitely much more, too. I mean, she plans things. She planned our second date from beginning to end. Like, we went to this beach, and she brought, like, paints, and she brought, like... Which were terrifying
3: uh, for him, by the way. He was so scared to do painting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have right here. I have the painting that we did. And uh, oh, you had to explain it. At the end of it, we punched a hole through it. Oh, interesting. Um, we painted it. There's several layers. There's like things that we were working on. And then she was like, okay, now paint over it. And I was like, "Ah, I just worked so hard on this. And then you know she brought there's sand all over it because we weren't careful with it and it was sort of like a yes and exercise as she called it <laughs> or like,
3: ah. very nice and sort
2: of just sort of roll with it you know and like I mean like but the, what I took away from that is that she just did a lot of planning and she really cared to make sure that I had fun and just was listening to my feelings and just sort of like let the date go in a way that we both were having fun
0: were you were you both smiling when you walked away from those first dates.
2: I mean, yeah, I was psyched. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe she wants to hang on a second time. I was really intimidated when I first walked into her apartment. Like she just had like a really bright, beautiful smile. She was an amazing communicator. Like she was just like keeping the conversation going. And I'm initially socially awkward a lot of the time. So I was like, okay, all right, let's you know keep nodding, smiling, like <laughs> you know, reiterate what she just said. Like,
3: See, meanwhile, <laughs> I think I was like, oh my God, I talked way too much. I like really, I was like scary. He came all mm-hmm. the way to me. He was so like on time and just like so sweet. We have a really cute moment where we had a first kiss that was very PG. But I will say like the second kiss we had was like our true first kiss. The second one, we went to a bar and we were hanging out. Great conversation, everything, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, we drove back to his place and I was going to get in my car, gave him a hug goodbye. And I was like, okay, so we're just friends, even though we just like we had kissed before. Like, that was pretty chill. And, like, I really like him. Like, I'm down to, like, hang out with his friends. I get in the car. I'm, I'm turning on my maps. And I felt, like, totally at peace. Usually um, in those situations, I would have been like, what's wrong with me? But I was, like, totally chill about it. He knocks on my window, the passenger seat window. He's like, hey, can I come in for a second? I was like, yeah. I was like, do you need to drive home? I was joking because I was parked right in front of his house. He was like, can I give you a kiss? And I was like, yes. Ah! And then it was so good, and I was like, "Good job!" Oh, good kiss. <laughs> and then I left, and I was all a flutter. And then I was like, "Let's go." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Prit, were you nervous before you knocked on the window to get in the car? Or were you just sort of standing there, going, "I kind of want to kiss her, but now she's in the car." Yeah, that—that that, those are that's some courage right there.
2: I was definitely kicking myself because it was like it was definitely something that I wanted to do. She'd already gotten in the car. And yep. I was like, you know, doing the whole like 10 second countdown, I'm like, okay, she hasn't left yet. Maybe I should go <laughs> knock on the window. Then I was like, obviously, like, let's go. I, You know, I got it done. You know? I am so happy for your happiness.
0: Yeah, I really am. You guys are great together. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and talking about this. We really appreciate it. You're the cutest couple. We wish you years and years of happiness thank and, you. and you know, maybe some happy tears.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you. think. So, <laughs> So I have
0: a last thought
1: here. I have an idea for our love to go for this episode. Mm -hmm. And this is also something that you told me, that it is okay to be discerning and selective and have expectations and standards of how you want to be treated. And that Mm -hmm. is not only okay, it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Because I remember you once saying to me, look, people think that even the expectations set out in romance fiction, that you're going to have an emotional and intimate connection with somebody, that someone will treat you as worth their time and treat your time as important. You once said, that's the floor. That's not the ceiling. Yeah. And you work your way up mm-hmm. to the ceiling. And it's okay to have expectations of people and how you want to be treated.
0: hmm yeah, I fully I fully believe that and I continue to believe that. You are worth it and
1: your happiness is important. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Love Struck Daily. Check back every single day to get your daily dose of aw. You can send an email to Lovestruck Daily at frolic.media if you have a love story to share or any questions or concerns. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Love Struck Daily for extra content and secret behind-the-scenes things.
0: Make sure that you leave a review, subscribe, and spread the word, please, about our show.
1: The foundation of our show is provided by the following people. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. Our producer is the fabulous Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios. Our nefarious plans are concocted by Gillian Davis. And we are executive produced by Frolic Media. And we wish you a very happily ever after.